you want to hear the poem that I wrote 30 seconds before we started recording? Sure. Pain flies from my body. Anger from the very core of my being. How am I to climb the stairs out of this sorrow? <laughs> Pork burgers have betrayed me. Huh. I wonder what was going on in your life. <laughs> I wonder if this could be related to me having food poisoning and just... <laughs> being dead to the world for an entire day what might the pork burgers represent <laughs> mm, i don't know <laughs> rhyme or free it doesn't matter to me it's my bad poetry good day and welcome to my bad poetry a podcast where we take a deep dive into my dabbling with poetry between 2004 and 2008 when I was in high school. Each week we typically read one poem from the Old Wolf Journal and sift through it for every ounce of possible value. However, this week we are doing something a little different. Today we will be tackling a string of poems that are too whiny and piney for a single show. For this extra special holiday episode, we will speed read through this block of creative stagnation in what I am calling the Obsession Collection. I'm Aaron, and I'm dragging my dear friend Dave with me on this journey. Dave, are you ready for this? No, never, not in a million years. Because this time, you actually let me read the poems beforehand. Uh, you sent them to me, and I've never been more upset in my entire life. So... <laughs> Should we just jump into me making fun of you a lot? Uh, yeah, that's probably going to be the, the bulk of this show. Um, <laughs> so with this slightly different format, I'm going to propose we drop our classic structure and move to a simple question after each reading. Redeemable or refuse? If we deem the poem redeemable, if either one of us do, we can acknowledge what might work or can be salvaged. If refuse, we simply drop it and move to the next. That sounds like a pretty reasonable idea. Okay. Yeah, you've had a chance to look at this. We might, This might be the fastest episode ever. Yep, refuse, refuse, refuse. Ah, refuse, refuse. <laughs> well, here we go. <laughs> this is uh, our first poem is uh, the second poem from December 19th, 2005. We had that brief break when I talked about something else, and it happened to be <laughs> my own words. <laughs> But no, we will, we, we dive back in here. Okay. My love for a girl will be left unanswered. I have lost all hope to hold her again. And yet my heart won't let go. Her gaze is a vice, her words are chains. I am trapped in the torture of love, a loving, an unanswered love. She will never feel the same, yet my love lives on. Why can't I let go? Why can't I let go? <laughs> I will say there are some redeemable things in here. Oh, we're going with redeemable. Okay. I'm, I'm going semi-redeemable because often we get, I, I say this with love, buddy, but, but sometimes your poetry comes across as friend zony and she did this to me. Yeah, we talked about that before. I, I yeah. totally agree. Yeah. But this one is a lot more you're taking control of these feelings and you're recognizing that she doesn't feel the same way, so why can't you? So there's something there. Okay, okay. So the why can't I let go mm -hmm. part is acknowledging that this is my burden to bear. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I'll take it. Um, I also want to note that in the original uh, handwritten, there's a little flower here I drew. Why? I will never know. Okay. <laughs> okay. So then um, the next one is, now this is weird because like when I sent them to you, I put them in order that they are found in the journal. The anthology that I typed up within 2006, I will have typed this anthology. So we'll get there. Okay. But um, these these six poems are all mixed up. And it's oh. just this string of poems. It's weird. I don't know if I was trying to like find the theme within the within the anthology collection but i just ah uh, i really wish i knew you in high school because i think it would be hilarious to see you sitting at the computer like cracking your knuckles and going ah yes i wonder about my poetry how can i be weird about love now how can i make this even weirder <laughs> so um the next poem comes to us almost a month later from January 17th, 2006. I am still 15, um, but not by much longer. So here's... Uh, Wait, you don't want to say your birthday I, live I don't. on the podcast? No, I don't. I'll just... Fine, just give us your social security yeah, number. I'll, we can figure it out later. I'll let you assume it's in January and you can run from there. Um, <laughs> here we go. Shall my life be an empty shell? How can I keep going on without you? All my life, I am left wondering, what went wrong? No one but you could understand me. Now I am left alone, always wondering what went wrong. Redeemable or refuse? I want to say redeemable because then I get to make fun of you, but 100%, I'm sorry, refuse. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the next poem is um, titled The Trap. The Trap. And it comes to us from that same day, January 17th, 2006. My soul longs to move on, but my heart is caught in a trap. Twisted and morphed become my thoughts. Thoughts that you might want me back. I, I almost thought I rhymed there. I didn't. I'm sorry. No, this of course I, not. <laughs> this idea holds me in place. I am a statue in the middle of a crowd. My heart is a slave to you, and yet you have broken it. This trap is strong and my legs are wrapped, but you will never take me back. You've given me the key and you've told me to go, but I stand here. Why can't I go? It's amazing that you still look confused by this, even though I gave you the poem ahead of time. <laughs> I know, and I've read it, and <sighs> I still don't know what the heck you're doing here, bud. Okay, redeemable or refuse? Uh I'd say redeemable. There's something in here. You just want to figure out what I was trying to do here. Um, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm mixing metaphors all over the place. It's literally like seven metaphors that are together. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so I think we see that running theme back from the first poem in this series, which was a month ago. I don't know if I like reread it or something, or I was just really stuck in a rut. Right. Um, but what I do find interesting that you, that you pointed out in the first poem was the agency part. And I think mm -hmm. I see that here in this metaphor is you've given me the key and told me to go, but I stand here. Why can't I go? I think it's, it's, um, I'm trying to understand how to move on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a feeling that, that people have during a, 
a breakup. Right. And I, I think that's kind of interesting, like the whole around that, but I stand here, why can't I go? Especially after being told to go. And hey, yeah, I, I don't know. I think you, uh, you did something interesting there. Not good, but interesting. Interesting, yep. It's enough to hold your attention for a little longer before you throw it. Right under the trash heap of history. Yep. Right under the trash heap. So um, the trap is found after a abandoned poem that is uh, scribbled out. And here is the, the twist that you all have not been expecting because I never said there would be. So the Obsession Poems from the Fall collection was about... <laughs> I'm sorry. The Fall collection really makes it sound like you were not only doing poetry, but you also had like pictures of coats next to it. And it's like, like ooh, this is my Fall collection. <laughs> sure. Continue. Yes. Yeah, so um, that was about... Uh, who I believe I named Bonnie. Mm. And I, w I had assumed all along that these poems, which I was preparing, was still about Bonnie. But no, in fact, uh, this includes a hair color that points to the fact that this is indeed about, I think I named her Judy in this podcast. So um, I have uh, flipped the switch pretty quick. And um, now back to the other X in my very short relationship history. So what you're saying is I can love no one besides Bonnie. Bonnie is my light, my sun, my moon, my stars. But this other chick, it sounds like you, you had a really healthy attitude towards relationships. <laughs> yep. Oh, gosh. Um, anything else from the journal here? There's also a, I, I have a, another quote scratched out abandoned in its in its process i think i was trying to write a song it says what's wrong with me doc should i take a pill or is it my heart is broken i think um it says something when i even scratch it out in the journal so right well dave let us move to our um fourth poem here Ooh. in our special you're really selling this <laughs> don't, don't you feel the festive spirit yeah okay this uh this next poem is called the shadow grows Ooh. and uh, it is in fact written on the same day aaron <laughs> um, creativity strikes you like lightning like lightning four or five times a day <laughs> And then not again for another month. <laughs> yep. Uh, here we go. My eyes long to see what stands in front of me. Yet shadows of the past block my view. My world is black. Yeah. Ref refuse for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now we have Broken Heart. Uh, the broken heart. Oh, well, I'm just, the the was added in post. What? Yeah. Sorry. The the I, I'm looking at the journal. I'm looking at the anthology. Uh, the was added when I typed it. Unacceptable. I know. I know. What was I thinking? This was written January 19th. Oh, my gosh. Two days later, Dave. Yeah. I have again. refueled my thoughts. Refueled after a month off and then writing three poems in one day. Aaron. Well, now I'm confused because the next one is attributed to the 17th again. 
oh, it's just my handwriting. This is all on the 17th. <laughs> you are terrible. <laughs> so this might be the, the longest stretch of single poems on a day that we've encountered yet. That's pretty impressive. I do. Can I just say now that you've broken my understanding of how these poems work? So you added the the in post or while writing your anthology. Did you think to uh, edit your poetry when you typed your anthology? <laughs> There's... Did you think of like making your poems better? Oh, like, you mean like changing the words? Yeah, like like making them good. No. Oh, okay. No, okay. They they were they were pure gold from the minute <laughs> they hit the page. Pure gold. <laughs> wow. Okay, so um, broken heart. Here we go. You have left me alone. Is that? Oh, I, I do see an edit. Uh, I had to add the you there because I have. Is that what intended? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You have left me alone. Is that what you intended? You have left me half of who I was. Does that make you laugh? You have left me with a useless heart because one can't use something that's broken. <laughs> wow. That's like, I know I've said this before, but that is creepy. I'm sorry. <sighs> oh. This well, is, we have we have to talk about this one. Yeah, yeah, we do. So it's not redeemable, but it is. Um, it needs to be explored for the sake of our mental health. <laughs> okay, so I I immediately see the unraveling of the uh, initial thought that it's my me letting go. Right. Uh, within the span of a couple poems, I am now accusing her of malicious intent. Yeah. Does that make you laugh? Ooh. Ouch ouch that that feels very in silly yeah i know we've been avoiding saying that word i um, know for the last uh, 18 episodes but yeah. in the obsession collection it kind of makes sense for it to come up well i i feel like this does show the the feelings that you had do fit in that idea of that uh problematic ideology but at the same time you had a healthy way to express it and that makes all the difference being able to talk about those things whether it's with someone or just on the page rather than stewing in it right and i i, I think that this gets at the idea that that community doesn't grow out of a vacuum mm -hmm. it preys on the vulnerable and and on raw emotions of teenagers trying or, or young adults trying to understand what's going on and their right. feelings and it twists it in a very um, dangerous and problematic and toxic way and um, perpetuates violence. We, we, we make fun of these poems and, and I bring them to light, realizing that there is true damage and harm that happens out there in the world done by people who express these kind of thoughts uh, right. on, on blogs and uh, back channel internet. I mean, it's just, yeah. yeah. It's gross. Yeah. But I, I, I want to say specifically that though I didn't write poetry, I had a lot of the same ideas and I am extremely thankful that I didn't have Reddit at that time. Cause like, I love Reddit, 
like it's great for finding uh, finding things that I really enjoy. Like I, I have woodworking Reddit, I have fly tying and fly fishing Reddit and all this good stuff that's like really useful to me and like that actually helps me to de-stress and to find healthy expression. But 100% I could have been wrapped up in unhealthy areas of the internet. Yeah. Like that, that scares me because of the amount of access that people have and the malicious content that is out there. Yeah, how quickly we can uh, go down a rabbit hole and find ourselves reading the most bizarre things. And if they happen to reflect your feelings at the time and you find that caustic connection, you stick around. Right. And and that's how these communities are formed. And, and... Merry Christmas, y'all. Merry Christmas, everybody. Okay. <laughs> so we're we're moving on from Broken Heart, I think. Unless you found anything else. Okay. So we have two more. Yes. Um, poem two. Why did I name it poem two? Of It's the poem five or whatever. But maybe, I mean, you had names it's, for the other yeah, ones. Yeah, the other one. So the trap, the shadow grows, and broken heart are bookended. There we go. Bookended, yeah. Bookended by unnamed. By unnamed poems. So this one, does it gets poem two of... Have you ever years. have but, you ever heard that classic uh, classic high school prank? Where you, um, you you release three pigs, pigs. yeah yeah you one two and four so then they spend the rest of the day looking for three yeah. that feels like what you're doing here yeah I'm pulling up uh, for all of you who thought you were just getting two poems from January seventeenth no you get five oh my gosh it's like opposite of the pig prank um poem two of one seventeen oh six to hold her in my arms again is unexplainable the feeling one gets when looking in her eyes is irreplaceable. Redeemable or refuse. But, but but this is happening on the same day as all the other ones. How do you know what it feels like to hold her in your arms again? Great question, Dave. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Not really a great question. Just frustration pouring out of my face. <laughs> you pointing out plot holes in my poems? <laughs> I honestly... um, actually, I saw that in your last poem... <laughs> I think um, I have no clue. I, yeah, I mean, we 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 were we were still close. We were all in the same friend group, and that's probably why I continually bounced back and forth with feelings. It's like, oh, a dear friend. I have deeper feelings. What does that mean? <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it might be uh, kind of a wish. Sure, like a, like a, a dream of yeah, to a hold dream her to hold her in my to hold her in my arms again. Is it? Yeah, it's it's um. A future wish. <laughs> Joy to the world, the Lord is come. What is that um verb form? Because it's an Advent song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, the Lord is come. Yeah. So that's a future perfect. Future perfect. So yeah. th these ises are future perfects. Does that work? Yeah. Am I right. I mean, it's not technically a future perfect because it's a future wish. So Dang. this would be subjunctive. Ah, man. You're making me actually think about grammar again, and it's really starting to bother me. That's fair. Well, we can dump that and move on. Um, yeah, fair enough. The last, the last poem of our uh, festive Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell we're, we we really um, neither of us have the time to do deep deep dives here, guys. Um, we're pastors and it's, and it's Christmas. <laughs> yeah, time or mental capacity? Both. Both and. <laughs> yes. 
um our last our last poem a wish for you is what it's titled in the journal it had no title so i added that there you go I, why the, the I will editing choices you make will never make sense to me when we get to the end of what i'm going to call season one and we talk about this um typed version because i have three different typed anthologies so that when, <gasps> we, en- when we enter se- the second typed anthology that will be season two which will be arbitrary and without rhyme or reason for those who don't listen um we can talk more about these edited choices but um for now <laughs> It remains a mystery to both you and I. Um, Here we go. (laughs) A wish for you. And I mean you, dear listeners. (laughs) When you close your eyes to sleep, may your dreams be as sweet as you. (laughs) Well, dear listeners, that is the end of Aaron and my friendship. Uh, (laughs) I am now his mortal enemy. We'll keep the podcast going, but I am only here to destroy him from now on. Yeah. Um, so you're calling this redeemable? <laughs> I knew. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, pr- pretty cliche. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, a, a wish that, I mean, it's just kind of nice on paper, but yeah, it's, after it's not bad. After the context that we just read. Yeah. A little. A little uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I keep thinking I need a soundboard for this podcast, and that noise needs to be on the soundboard. Well, we have come to the end, and we wish for you to end with words from a true poet. This is a uh, hundred love sonnets number seventeen from Pablo Neruda, and this one particularly is translated by Mark Eisner. And we'll read the last stanza from this work. I love you without knowing how, or when, or from where. I love you directly without problems or pride. I love you like this because I don't know any other way to love, except in this form in which I am not nor are you. So close that your hand upon my chest is mine, so close that your eyes close with my dreams. Hmm. See, that that's what it means to like really love someone, you know, and not be creepy about it. Yeah. This has been My Bad Poetry. Now go write some of your own bad poetry. I like it. Not bad, right? Rhyme free doesn't matter. It's my bad poetry.